Welcome back. J Mart and Ramel, 1045 The Zone. On Twitter, at J Mart and Ramon. And we bring in John Glennon of Broadway Sports Media. John, how are you this morning? I'm well. How are you guys? Good. We're doing pretty well. So uh, you can't take much from beating the Jacksonville Jaguars. But where are we right now? Uh, as just people, not well, we know who we are covering the team, but how do you feel about this Tennessee Titans team right now with these three games remaining on the schedule? Better than I did a week ago, that's that's for sure. Uh, um, you know, yeah, I think you're right in that you can't necessarily take a ton from the Jacksonville game, but, you know, on the other hand, it wasn't as if they played Jacksonville High School either. Um, you know, the Jags have been playing some pretty competitive games. I think in uh, in four of their the the past five games before the Titans won, they they'd lost by a, a grand total of eleven points in those four games. So you know, this was this was a team that was playing fairly decently. So you know, I, I think some of the Titans. Steps they took on Sunday, you know, the, the better red zone defense, the better third down defense, um, you know, certainly the, the great running attack. You, you take it all with a grain of salt, but I, I think the Titans are certainly a more confident team going forward after a win like that. So I think they're in a, I think they're in a better place, a far better place than they were after playing the Browns. I think we know that. Uh, being in a better place was it seemed to be cornerback play this this past weekend, man, with Malcolm. I mean, it looked like they were just trying to aim at him the entire game, and they they he made them pay for that. And also, you have a guy like Ty Smith, man, that that came along. And I know you reported that Christian Fulton's supposed to be getting activated soon. So the health and 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 you know the trajectory of this team, especially this defense. Um, how do we see them moving forward in, in late December when it comes comes to position themselves in AFC South, winning the division, and also for the playoffs? Yeah, I, th- I think they're making some strides. You know, as you said, I think Malcolm Butler, you know, probably played his best game of the season. Kind of shadowed DJ Shark, and and the stats were pretty impressive. Uh, you know, Pro Football Focus had uh, you know seven targets for Butler. He only allowed one catch for five yards. Uh, it's about as good as it gets. And, uh, you know, he, he was very physical, very aggressive, and, and he really seemed to play with kind of a chip on his shoulder that he kind of owed DJ Shark, uh, you know, something from, from previous games. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think, as I say, you know, they're, they're better in red zone D, they're better in third down D. The one thing that they have to really, really conquer uh, going forward is they've got to find a way to get the quarterback down. Yeah, uh, you know, they, I thought they pressured the quarterback much better on Sunday than certainly they did, uh, you know, against Cleveland. But, you know, they've gone now two games without a sack, um, you know, and, and I, I think they're on pace for 17 sacks for the entire season, which is just kind of mind blowing. Um, and, and that's one thing that's going to sting them, you know, against the, the better competition, certainly. Uh, that that is to me the the most important thing that they need to correct over these last three games and heading into the playoff. Well, we know the offensive side of the ball <clears throat> certainly has the firepower. Derrick Henry, who didn't perform well against the Browns, and uh, you couldn't run him in the second half because they were trailing so badly. He ended up kind of covering up for a slower yardage total against Cleveland with what he did against Jacksonville. Is two thousand something that you actually could see happening? It is not out of the question, certainly. You know, I think he would have to average 156 over his last three games. Uh, you look at his past four games, he's averaged 146. Uh, 
So it's certainly possible there. You look at the defense he's, he's going up against, two of the three Ds are really poor. Houston and Detroit, uh, when it comes to rush defenses, are two of the worst in the league. So it may come down to that Green Bay game. You know, if, if the Titans get up early in that game, there would be lots of Derrick Henry. If the Titans are down to, to Aaron Rodgers and a Green Bay passing attack, that's going to limit his carry. So that may be the, the key one. But, you know, I'm not going to put anything past Derrick Henry at this point. And it's interesting, though, you know, Mike Rabel talked about this yesterday, too. You, you walk that fine line. Do you want to try and get Derrick Henry these milestones, 2,000 yards? Or do you want to keep him fresh, make sure he's not injured going into the playoffs? So it's a, it is a fine line that, that he's got to walk. One interesting thing that we have kind of seen, I guess since really the injury, but even before the injury, John who's just not really a target right now. And I don't know if that's more of a function, John, of the flow of the game, more chemistry with the receivers, them getting more separation, or John who being asked to do different things, but he's really touchdown dependent. Like he'll get a couple of targets a game. If he didn't get into the end zone, uh, he's barely going to hit the stat sheet. What, what do you attribute that to? Yeah, I, I think there's probably a few things. One, I, I think, you know, if, if you look back at the, when the numbers started to slide, it was around the time that, that Taylor Lewan went out. So it's a stick he's doing, you know, a little bit more chipping and, and mm-hmm. blocking than he had been in the past, you know, helping out that, that offensive line. Um, I also think, yeah, that the receivers have just been playing so well um, that, that Ryan Tannehill has been looking at them. Uh, you know, and, and you look at the, even some of the other tight ends now, too. Jeff Swain, you know, has, has become a, a kind of a consistent part of the offense over the last few weeks. So uh, they're, they're getting help in a variety of ways. They don't necessarily need Johnu as much as they, they needed him earlier. Um, but it is, it is kind of puzzling. You know, if the Titans were struggling on offense, I, I certainly think it would be a bigger deal. But when you're averaging 30 points a game and, and ever 400 yards a game as the Titans have over the last four games, you know, the, the, the Johnny Smith question doesn't become quite as, uh, as significant. Moving towards the playoffs is something that um, this team is looking forward to right now. Like I said, they should win the division, but uh, which means they get a home playoff game. Right now they've got uh, how many losses at home? One, two, three losses at home. Is that something to be concerned about in the sense of their performance inside of Nashville at Nissan Stadium? Well, you know, I, I think that's probably something all NFL teams are dealing with this year. Uh, you know, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but, you know, home field advantage is not what home field advantage would be in a normal year simply because of the, the lack of crowds, because of COVID and, and the lack of advantage you get in that way, you know. Opposing teams' quarterbacks have, have a much easier time changing plays and so forth. So the, the home field advantage isn't quite as great, but I guarantee you uh, that the Titans would much rather be playing in, in Nissan Stadium, uh, you know, come playoff time than on the road. And and I think this was a goal of the Titans too. You know, remember going back to last year if they lost and after they lost in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You know, that was kind of the next step for this team to try to host some playoff games to show that they. You know, we're good enough to win a division to, to host some playoff games. So I think that's important from a, you know, a franchise building standpoint also. Um, this weekend, the Detroit Lions coming to town and Matthew Stafford may be down, but the guy behind him is the guy that's been around for a long time. At one point, I think he was the highest paid, uh, backup quarterback and he's serviceable enough to get the job done. We saw what he did a little bit in Chicago when he was there. He's able to make plays at least. Is it much of a concern if Chase Daniels is in this weekend? Also, they should just be able to handle the job. 
Uh, they should be able to handle the job, I, I would think. I'm, I'm certain they would be, uh, you know, much happier seeing Chase Daniel than, than Matthew <laughs> Stafford because, as we know, they've had their difficulties with the, with the better passers uh, in this league. Um, yeah, if you're looking at backup quarterbacks, certainly Chase Daniel is, is in the upper echelon, you know, probably the top five or, or, or so of, of backup quarterbacks. Um, but really, you know, I think a Titans secondary that, that is improving would, would welcome Chase Daniel, um, uh, you know, on, on Sunday. And, and really, as I said, this secondary to me is kind of an interesting thing to watch right now. And you mentioned it; they're they're starting to get uh, a little bit healthier. Yeah. You know, at some point, pretty soon here, we're we're going to be looking at maybe a secondary with a Dory, uh, with Kristen Fulton, Malcolm Butler, Desmond King, you know, Breon Borders, uh, etc. So it's it, it's entirely possible that this secondary will look a lot different in the in the coming weeks, which is good for the Titans. I think this is a question we're going to address later in the week about Derrick Henry and starting to look at you know what what accolades is he going to have by the end of his career are we looking at a gold jacket kind of running back right now in tennessee and another guy that's not wearing a gold jacket that's a famous tennessee running back of course is eddie george when you go back and you think about the career that he had and maybe he gets in at some point but currently he's not in and then you hear the discussion about derrick henry potentially hall of fame how much longer does he have to keep up what he's doing to really put himself into that conversation yeah, he's, he's certainly got a, a few more years to go, I think, because as we know, you know, it, it seems like forever ago now, but, but, you know, Derrick Henry's first few years, of course, were, uh, you know, not nearly what we've seen in him in the, in the last couple of years. So I think he's got a few more years to go. And the question is, at, at some point, you know, despite Derrick Henry's size, despite the fact he never appears to get hurt, he doesn't, uh, you know, he, he never appears to tire. Is there gonna, gonna be that drop off? You know, you look at, at Larry Johnson, uh, you know, the last guy who went over 1500 in back to back years as Derrick Henry did, and he had a huge drop off. You know, the following year after that, you know, he only played in eight games, ran for about 600 yards or so, and, and he never hit a thousand yards again in his career. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it seems hard to believe that we'd see that from Derrick Henry just because of the work ethic, uh, you know, because of what he does during the off season. Um, but I, I think he's got to keep that up for, for a good, uh, you know, a few more years, certainly at least. But I, I think already he's answered that question of, you know, uh, are we going to see that, that big decline after the big running back contract that we see sometimes? Uh, certainly not the case. And, and I think, you know, everybody that, that uh, is associated with Derrick Henry um, would, would give you certainly huge rave reviews about his work ethic and what he does in the offseason. So, Right now, you know, I, I think he's still certainly trending up, which is uh, which is hard to say for a guy who is uh, going on back-to-back 1,500 years here. John Glennon of Broadway Sports Media joining us here this morning on J. Martin Ramon. John, you mentioned a Dory when you were responding to Ramon's question a couple of minutes ago. What What's the latest there? like, Or, or just what's your brain tell you? Maybe that's the better question. The latest. We kind of know the latest, and I heard the chuckle, and that's 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 accurate. But in your mind... What are you thinking when it comes to Dory Jackson at this point? I, I actually think we're, we're getting very close. I, I would <laughs> Do say, you? Listen <laughs> at home. I would say if, if not this week, then certainly the next. You know, last week he, he practiced, but you could kind of tell he wasn't going to play. You know, he was going scout team work for most of the week, and when you're doing scout team work, you're, you're not going to be involved mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the game most likely, but 
to have him running around out there, you know, was, was certainly a good thing. Now, I will say, you know, you look at him and, and it looks like a little bit of gimpiness, um, out there, just, just, just a tiny bit, uh, which was cause for concern. But I'm sure if the Titans had any real reason for worry, they, they would have pulled him off the field. Um, but I, I have to think, you know, it, it's either it's either this week or next. And hmm. as strange as this season has been with Adore Jackson, as many times as we've kind of thought that he was on the verge of coming back, you know, you, you go down the line here and, hey, if he can play a game or two in the regular season and, and still help you in the playoffs, hey, that's, that's better than not. So as frustrating as it's been, you know, I, I think people have to stay patient, say, you know, a little bit of a door is a, is a lot better than, than nothing at all. Um, one thing that comes to mind until you speak about health, too, is also the uh, the offensive line. And uh, despite everything that's happened with him, losing two starting left tackles right now, and, and Saffo's had his ankle injury, and then Ben Jones comes off a little bit here and there. But just how good of a job have they actually done this year in their consistency of their play d- despite all of that? Yeah, I, I think that's kind of one of the, the sort of the underrated stories this year, Moan, is that um, despite those injuries that, that they have kind of battled through, because even the guys that are playing right now, um, you know, especially, you know, Roger Saffold, we've seen he hadn't been able to finish a couple of games. Yeah. Uh, ben Jones, you've seen him down uh, during games, and, and certainly he's been on the injury list during, during the week uh, at times. Um, and, uh, you know, Dennis Kelly, same kind of situation, you know, that, that knee has bothered him for weeks and he's been kind of limited usually in, in practice during the week, but these guys kind of strap it up each week and, and get out there and, and they've still been pushing people around. So, you know, when Derrick Henry is still, uh, as they say, running for about 150 yards <laughs> yeah. a game and during the last month, uh, and, and Ryan Tannehill is, is not getting sacked with nearly the frequency that he did last year. You know, I, uh, again, especially without Taylor Lewan in there, I, I really think that's kind of one of the sort of the unsung stories of this year is, is how well that offensive line has, has managed despite injuries that, that many of them are playing through. So we don't know whether or not Stafford's going to play, but on the way out the door, this feels like it feels like it's trending in the right direction for the Titans. Is that really kind of the way you sense it going in terms of this matchup? I think so, you know, and, and it's, you know, it's hard to say for sure because they look so poor for, for a half versus Cleveland, certainly. Um, but, you know, look so good on, on Sunday. So, you know, I, I, I hate to skip right past Detroit, uh, but, but, you know, hey, in the, in the media and the fans, we can do that. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the Green Bay game will sort of be that, that real, uh, litmus test, assuming they get through Detroit okay. You know, that's a quality team on the road. Hey, how the Titans play there. You know, that should be an indication of, of what we're going to see uh, in, in the postseason. One other quick one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to play because Green Bay's going to have, they're going to have to keep winning in order yeah. to get that one by. And now that they've, now that the Saints have gone and lost. But when you get to that final week, is there any reason why the Houston Texans are still playing Deshaun Watson at this point this season? It, it's really possible you don't see him in the final game. That's a good point. Yeah, that, that's certainly not out of the question. Um, and, you know, it, it's been certainly a tough year for Houston. And now they've, you know, they didn't play with, I think, their three top receivers in the, in the last game as well, which made things even more difficult for Deshaun Watson. And, you know, this, this guy is a franchise. So, you know, it may be a situation, you know, we've certainly seen in, in past seasons where maybe, 
uh, a guy will come in for a series or, or two, uh, you know, and then just sit it out after that. And, you know, I'm sure the Titans would love to see that because going down into Houston, uh, you know, aside from last year, has, has been a pretty challenging spot uh, for, for the Titans to go uh, down and, and win. And if Deshaun Watson is sitting on the sideline, all of a sudden the Titans odds go up that much more. John, we appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Always, always good to talk to you, my friend. Okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. That's John Glennon of Broadway Sports Media. At Glennon Sports is where you can find him on Twitter. Man, we got a loaded show tomorrow. Yeah, we We're going to tell you all about it when we come back. Um, the Derrick Henry Hall of Fame topic. I, mean, I think there's some meat on that bone. I mean, it is. I, the, the, when we talk about dominance in the era, he's doing it. How long, you know, how much longer yeah. does he have to do this yeah. in order to really kind of make that case? Another thing to address. We'll also get you some poll results again. Hugh Freeze, head coach where next year? Tennessee, Auburn, Liberty, other. There you go. On Twitter, at Martin Ramon. We'll be right back. 104.5 The Zone.